What is up, Bruce? Damn. <sighs> Brewski. <laughs> My name is Marco Dupa. That right guy. Uh, that yep. guy right there. <laughs> Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, Brewskis? I swear I haven't been drinking yet. <laughs> okay. I had one Bud Light. Yeah. It's a water. Tonight's brew is from Allagash. Allagash Brewing Company. It's their haunted house, Hoppy Dark Ale. Mm-hmm. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's on tap for tonight? We just call this episode a sequel to last week's episode. Yeah. Because uh, uh, there's a lot. I mean, I mean stories that just keep going. Yeah. And we just have to keep commenting on them. That's true. Good old Elon uh, continues to roll out um, ideas. Yeah. Strategies. They're definitely ideas. They're 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 plans. Yeah. There's their things. They're their stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we're just gonna you know continue rollicking along on this this rickety this old Twitter ride. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rolling out, mm. uh, Warzone 2.0 for you Call of Duty heads is coming out soon. Uh, but that leaves a question: What's going on with Warzone One? Mm-hmm. What'll be left back? What's gonna change? Uh, are things gonna end up like Blizzard with Overwatch, where yeah. suddenly like everything is dead in in the first version? You can only play the new one. There's been some update, some updates, some updates. He hasn't been drinking. Either. No, no. There's been some updates that you may want to know about. All that and maybe more. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but join us, friends. Join Please. us. Join us. Yes. This is episode 372 of the One Beer In Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Two. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Only up from here. He's a, he's a healthy amount of head. Damn it, man! You got beer all over me, man. Well, let's clink it up, cause I'm a thirsty man. Mm. <sighs> Shout out to Emily. The Allagash uh, rep who let us have this. And uh, <clears throat> shout out to Steve at Red Light, our boy, of course. friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for hooking it up. We had this on draft for a little while. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I was like Homer uh, at, at the... Uh, <laughs> at the um, Moe's. Not at Moe's. When they, when they take the tour at... Um, Duff. Duff. Yeah. And just open the thing up and <laughs> really, really enjoyed it, so probably tell. It's gonna get a pretty high score for me. Yeah. Uh but that's a spoiler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not there yet. So let's get it rocking and rolling, ripping and 
another R word. Not that bad. <laughs> okay. <R> word. <laughs> hey, calm down. Well, I think it is time for me to talk a little bit more about this beer. Please, please do. Uh, as you said, we have the Allagash Haunted House Hoppy Dark Ale. It comes at a 6.66% uh, from Maine with love. And it has a cold read. And it goes as follows. Cursed by our love of roasty porters, we summon the recipe for Haunted House. Roasted barley and Black Prince malt malt cloak. Mm. Excuse me. Okay. It's the way it's written, okay? Yeah, that's fine, man. Malt cloak this ale in a gravely dark hue. Hopped with crystal, nugget, cascade, and northern brewer its favorite its flavor is filled with hauntingly balanced notes of coffee malt and a devilish hint of hops brewing for the good of our community employees and environment it's certified b corporation so that's why it's a cold read yes very cold <clears throat> very cold today indeed all right kids welcome to the one beer and podcast the podcast for two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us as i said my name is marco dupa that's adam obesius rodriguez let's get let's get this bitch going okay so again we just have to i think this is just going to be something where we might have to just do like a uh elon check-in <laughs> yeah he's becoming our new kanye west yeah yeah uh ironically enough and he just continues to. I think he's, you know, he's 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 treating, he's treating Twitter like his own personal playground, his own tech playground. I mean, like, I think he has <laughs> ideas. I think he has. I mean, he he he, obviously has like a goal in mind. Sure. Yeah. Misguided though it may be, he certainly has intentions. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know where they're going to lead, but. I mean, I get. I mean, I get what he's trying to do. I guess, but it's all predicated on like uh, just a weird like it's not ugh, God, okay. so exhausting. Let's yeah. talk about what he's done since last week. Sure. Number one, uh, he's roll he rolled out. This was very recently, but he rolled out an official badge mm -hmm. for all Twitter accounts that were. Ofi like <laughs> official they were right. like businesses government agencies brands things like that mm -hmm. kind of loosely defined honestly sure entities i guess yeah. official entities i think people specific people did too that's part of the confusion yeah because it was supposed to be well the way that it was the way that they said it at first was like it was supposed to be like uh it's a free verification of these these certain things because all these businesses were like we're not paying for we're not paying eight dollars a month right. to stay on this website yeah. to stay uh, to, to to keep a blue check mark well, yeah and on top of that a lot of advertisers left and boycotted and you know that was an entire controversy because apparently elon was threatening to sue because it was based on from his own words uh you know some kind of liberal agenda to to smear Twitter and make it a place that's uninhabitable. The 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 ads? 
certain the, pe- the people who are paying certain for ads? companies that did have advertising on Twitter at one point pulled out. And and he said that that was part of a liberal agenda. Yeah. All right. So take that for what you will. Okay. Um, but it seems like he's starting to. And I, I mean, mind you, this like we talked about last week. It was also you know. Believe it or not, had a lot to do with what Elon was saying on Twitter <laughs> at the time, <laughs> yeah, and what he was sharing, and, and a lot of misinformation, and mm. and you know, in, in antagonizing people, yeah, in a way like, that is like really unattractive to bis- businesses that are trying to make money right. on the platform. Nobody wants to see the CEO getting into Twitter beef, right? In the muck, like you're supposed to be above that now. You didn't see Jack going after people personally. Well, he would never. Um, he's a sweetheart, but you know, the thing is, I think, I think that's what he's going for now. I think this is like not a new side of Elon, but one that he's trying to leverage more than he ever has, which is I'm a man of the people. I'm this free speech advocate. Um, you know, I am the champion of the little man. Yeah. Well, he's only emboldened by the Elon Stands, stands yeah that well, just and, and it's even more than that because he's very clearly going for a very specific political background with saying these kind of things yeah he, he you know he says he's independent and you know that's neither here here nor there but you know he, he told people to vote republican or conservative i should say yeah um well, well, also saying before that that he wants Twitter to be this like apolitical thing that's above it all and just right. stands for truth and justice and you right. know the American way. So, hopefully, you guys can see the issue there. But right. for the CEO of the company to say he wants his website to be the uh, truth, justice, and the American way mm-hmm. website. Then to turn around and be like, but also, you guys should probably vote Republican, is a conflict of interest? Also, that tweet where he tells people to vote Republican is Mm -hmm. so fucking asinine. Vote however you want to vote. I'm not telling people how to vote. but But the idea that we will get more done if you split the House... And uh, the uh, and the presidency yeah. is so fucking stupid. Sure. Like, if you're a Republican, obviously you want a Republican majority. You you, and vice versa. Like, yeah. I don't care about your political leanings, but if you want things done, uh, in the way that you believe America should be run, you want a majority. Why sure. the fuck would you want to split? It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's so it, fucking stupid. It, I mean, he's like, like that would make it fair, and I was like, no, that would make nothing happen for four years. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think like a high schooler would understand that that that's how you get nothing done. Yeah. You know? Like that is just canceling out everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone's attempt to do something. And I, I mean, I I get that some stuff will get through on both sides. But it is minimizing the effect of everything. Yeah, you know yeah. that that either side is trying to get across. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the at the end of the day, it's just he knows where his bread's buttered now. Yeah, and he's he is now this anti woke, you know, genius that people look up to uh, and, and aspire to um, because that's the conservative way. You know, hmm. you want to aspire to being this billionaire that you'll never be. 
but it's nice to have that guy on the on the you know in the castle that you can look up at and go wow if i just work really hard i can do that yeah i can be that well and also he's like showing people like oh and i can also still troll people sure. on, on yeah. twitter too i mean it's very much of like i think i think he appeals to a lot of more out of touch millennials at this point yeah because you know we grew up with internet trolls and trolling and that being sort of the the online culture of the time and it just feels so out of date you know like out of touch with how how we are as a society now yeah he he speaks to got to people who are still catching up on mean comics from like 2016 sure or or things that bring a sink into Twitter HQ on the first day and saying let it sink in is is the peak of comedy. I mean it's just even if that even if it's like this anti comedy thing which not, some of his but, but some of not. some of his support I know I know <laughs> it's not it's clearly not right he clearly thought it was hilarious yeah I mean he I mean it was all over his Twitter account it it was his uh, uh his profile picture for a while yeah. he clearly thought it was hilarious sure. but giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying maybe it was maybe it's like this anti-comedy thing where it's like dude we understand like it's such a dad joke and that's the point okay it was terrible yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even funny for being like a anti-joke no like there's dad jokes that are just funny because like they're funny sure just it's just like this it you know what i think the the secret uh, I guess the secret anti-sauces in the situation. He tries just that little bit too hard. Yeah, yeah. If he tried just a little less hard, it would be funny. Yeah. You know? Like, if he were to... Okay, I'm workshopping this for him, okay? Okay. So instead of doing that, he just goes to... He goes to HQ and goes to the bathroom and takes a picture pointing at a sink. Yeah. And he goes, Hey... I'm the the king of Twitter. Let that sink in, right? right? Right. You know, like at least he didn't bring a actual sink to HQ. Like that that I think yeah. pushes it into the he, realm. You of could cringe. just kind of like do 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 do, and then like move on. It doesn't right. have to actually. He didn't have to actually go to Home no, Depot. No. And get it was a prop comic. Yeah. Like that, you're trying too hard. In in the worst way, you know, like not even. Not even clever about it. No, uh, and that's it's just that's that's the problem. Is like, you know, talking about like trying too hard. Like, if you didn't see him on Twitter, I mean, he is perpetually online. Yeah, and like I, you know, listen, I don't know his his work rate, and I don't know how he gets the things done that he gets done. So I'm not going to comment on that. It is interesting to be the CEO of three different companies, yeah. and yet he is just constantly looking at his phone i don't do anything and if i'm looking at my phone for too long i miss things sure yeah you know i i just don't know how he is i don't know how he's functioning because he's not just tweeting a mile a minute he's Mm -hmm. also responding to people and people have said this and made jokes about it but it seems true there is a high possibility that he is searching his own name and responding to just random strangers Yeah. yeah i mean there was the whole um, mass blocking of accounts that impersonated him, right? Which was one of the big or, issues, or outright banning, or outright banning. Yeah. Um, we uh, I don't know if we talked about that last week, 
the banning of parody accounts. Yeah, I think that no, happened that after happened, we yeah, recorded. That, that happened right. between. So I, we got to talk about that just a little sure. bit. Kathy, mean, Griffin, Kathy Griffin. Kathy uh, uh, Sarah Silverman, right? I don't know if Sarah Silverman got suspended. I know Ethan Klein got suspended. Yeah, yep. Although, whatever. I'm so, I'm so sick of Ethan Klein. <laughs> I know, I know. He was he was clearly trying to get banned, and he did. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he, 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 you know, he put parody in his header, and he put parody in the... He, he did obey his rules, and then everyone was like, no, but, you got to put parody in the fucking... But he didn't, because that's what the Elon's account said specifically. You need to put it in your name. Yeah. So he didn't do that. And but then somebody that, else did do that, and he still got still suspended. Did it. Yeah. And then people were like, well, you can't impersonate somebody with a verified <laughs> account. And it's like, yeah, man, what do you think everybody <laughs> is doing? Why do you think everyone's doing this? Well, and that's what makes it so funny that we've now, like, retroactively re-engineered the checkmark mm-hmm. with that that quick like few uh, handful of hour attempt of Twitter to suddenly add those labels that you're talking about. Yeah. That was the purpose of the blue check mark to begin with. Yeah. Of course it became misinterpreted as this uh <coughs> status symbol, but all you have to do is now in, in, instead of it being this like approval thing because it was being abused. The the blue check marks were being abused. It was a thing where some people that if you know, uh, if you're somebody that like isn't uh, liked by the status quo, you know, mm-hmm. you're. I mean, I don't know. You're just somebody who got bad headlines recently, or you're just an all all right, like all out asshole or something. Yeah, you wouldn't get a blue check mark, right? Even though you are established as a as who you're saying you are, right? You know, right? That, sh- in my opinion, that should just all they have to do is just get rid of that like sort of pick and choose thing mm-hmm. no if 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 hitler were reincarnated today and 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 came back to life if he were on twitter which he would be oh you better believe it he gets a check mark right why because it's not condoning what that person does or says or them as a a person or personality it's simply saying this is who you're saying it is. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. That's no. all it should be. That's all it ever should have been. Absolutely. So, you know, there has to be a certain... I, I think all they had to do is make it very clear what the metric is that makes somebody able to be verified. Yeah. You know? Can we all be verified? Well, maybe. But I think it makes more sense to do that for, you know, businesses, uh, uh, public personalities, people on the internet, yeah. uh, uh, you know, news anchors... Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, you know? The, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, it's funny. I didn't even think about that until you brought that up. But you're absolutely right. Not only did they, not only did they stop accounts that they deemed um, not, I guess, uh, uh, they, they, Twitter themselves looked at their check mark after a while as mm-hmm. like a status symbol. Yeah. They did by first, not giving it to people who like controversial figures, sure, which goes against the entire process, right? But also taking the blue check from people, from people, yeah. That is a weird thing to do, and what and that does illustrate that they viewed it as a status, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that doesn't mean though that now the the uh the answer or the solution 
is to charge everybody eight dollars a month and let everybody be verified. That's not yeah, that's no. not the solution. The solution is to go back to the original idea of what it was supposed to be, like you were saying. Right. What what I think is happening is Elon took over and is immediately like this business is failing, and I need to do whatever I can to start making a profit. <clears throat> and so he's thinking, let you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't you know put it past him that. He's trying to appeal to a more conservative, libertarian, right-leaning audience that will pay for the checkmark. Now, sort of as a status symbol to be like, fuck the other side. Right. I don't care about, you know, what you guys think about Elon and the checkmarks or whatever. So he's he's trying to promote it as power to the people. Uh, this is no longer something just for the liberal elites. This is now something for everyone. You just have to pay for it. Yeah. How how does that how is that not a status symbol? How is that not elitism? How is that not classism? <laughs> right. So I think he's he's hedging his bets on having because he already has those people in his pocket. You know, they already see him as this important figure. I mean, mind you, he is an important. I'm not trying to take anything away from Elon and his bajillion dollars. But at the same time, you know, these people seem to uh, idolize him in, in, in a way that, you know, he, he knows that money's there. It's yeah. just waiting to be picked. So I, I think he's he's just trying to get as much money as he can immediately. And then moving forward, you know, we'll see where things lie. But this is a get-rich-quick scheme for Twitter, you know, without really thinking about improving the platform necessarily. I know he's saying that this money is going into, you know, stopping the bots and all this all this stuff. Uh, monitoring hate speech. You know, he, he recently tweeted about, or no, one of, his, one of his workers tweeted about how they've been monitoring hate speech and they've noticed, oh, there's been a rise in it. So <laughs> they've, they've... No way! Yeah, but he said, like, these are these are the amount of uh, accounts that we've been able to delete and, you know, we're, we're reevaluating and such, you know, all that stuff. Oh, good for them. Yeah, so uh, we created a problem and then we solved it. Um, they're, they're not... The money... The, their money's not going to moderation and improving the infrastructure of the site. The money, like he's talking about, you can't in one breath say that this this business is failing and I need to turn a profit. And then on the other hand say, listen, all we're going to do is funnel the money back into infrastructure of this mm. thing. That's not profitable. No. I, I mean, you have to assume that a large amount of that money is just going into people's pockets yeah and mostly Elon. they're trying to yeah they're trying to turn a profit and that's right you know well and that's what uh that's what he's elon has said has been a major factor in firing so many people was you don't need that many people to work at twitter ah but do you though because after these layoffs they immediately had to go back and rehire people and rehire a bunch of right. them because they didn't realize who they were firing right and how important some of those people were. Yeah. So now they're going back and they're calling all these people and they're like, hey, uh, sorry about that. It's The way I see this is like, <clears throat> it's almost like Twitter's been restarted. You know, it's suddenly now this like fledgling uh, uh, app that is, is now just being kind of reborn into the world. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out in the back because, you know, in the, in the front end, things have relatively stayed the same. 
it, not much has changed, at least from my feed. Yeah. But that's all set up to change with all these plans coming out. Yeah. I mean, Elon himself, let me pull up the the actual tweet. Um, yeah, my, my, my feed hasn't really changed either. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't noticed a change, but... Um, I'll tell you what. Mm. Elon Musk will not get a single solitary <laughs> dime from me. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, he said, please note that Twitter will do lots of dumb things in coming uh, months. Yeah. We will keep what works and change what doesn't. So I think that was in direct response to, you know, the those labels that came out. Yeah, it was. It was him directly responding to everybody going, hey, that was stupid. Yeah, right. That didn't make any sense. Right. Which, and it was redundant and yeah, dumb. Absolutely. And, and you know, I... And confusing. I think it was smart of him to, to try to respond immediately about that because it did seem like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. You know? Especially without it being announced, without it being, like, this thing. Well, yeah, I don't think... I mean... The way that he's doing things is what's fucked up. Yeah, it, it's it, the way that he's going. It just seems it's like, hey man, why don't you just fucking relax? Yeah, Twitter's been going. How long has been Twitter? Even two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Twitter's been a, a site. Yeah, it's it's you been a, come it's been in a and then immediately just start doing all. You know, he's doing the most right now. Two thousand six. Like, two thousand six. Yeah, it's like, hey baby, relax. Yeah, relax. You ain't got to do all this. Yeah. You know, nobody is, no one's, who's asking for some of these changes? That's the thing is like, who is asking for this shit? Nobody on, yeah. nobody on Twitter is, is the, the, the whole, uh, uh, us versus them thing with the check marks. That was you. Uh, he got in and let his fucking trolley fan base, like, like trick him into thinking that that was important. Well, that I mean that that has been a big conservative talking point, as like yeah, but they they always say that shit. They always say that, but but conveniently leave out that all of their most of their important voices are also blue check marks. So what sure. yeah, what yeah. difference does it make? And it goes back to what you were saying before, which was you know the people that they some of the people that they're fans of didn't get one because Twitter was like, oh, or, you don't deserve one. Or got kicked off the platform. Or got kicked off the But that's different, though. Kicking them off the platform and not verifying them does show a uh, class, a hierarchy, yeah. rather. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Or I'm, bias, you know. Definitely a bias. They're in San Francisco, or what they, you know, that's where they started, San Francisco. So. I Listen, I am, I am with you guys, you... Use. Elon use Elon trolls and and stands. I'm with you on that, or I guess I should say I'm right. I'm with you, right wing people. That if if somebody that I thought was a prominent voice was on the platform but wasn't verified because they decided not to, I would be like, I mean, that's a clear bias. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, but again, the solution is not put this entire thing in the hands of one man who already has his hands full and then just let him run amok he's like treating it like his playground he's just doing whatever he wants like the official thing it it rolls out they don't tell anybody then after everyone goes this is fucking stupid Mm. they just roll it back yeah Yeah. then he goes on his page and sure he gets a little bit of credit for being uh um you know forthcoming Mm -hmm. with with this stuff but then 
the the lady I forgot her name um something crawford i think she 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 jumps back in and she tweets she's like listen we're gonna roll it back out we're just gonna do it in a better way that's like ah okay right what is the point of all of this i don't know i don't know i mean bottom line is if he owns the company he can do whatever he wants with it you know that's true not trying to say he can't um just probably saying he probably shouldn't yeah i mean whatever at the end of the day yeah speaking speaking of which something he probably also shouldn't do is uh, putting in the, the entirety of Twitter behind a paywall. Yeah. Which has been apparently floated as an idea relatively recently. I mean, if he want, if he does that, he is effectively killing Twitter. That's it. It's dead. Yeah. There's no way it survives if you put the whole site behind a paywall. Yeah. I mean, in order to make that work... They would have to provide such an incredible service that, like, what could they? What, what theoretically, what could they even give people for a price? That I don't know, because there's nothing that, if you were to put it behind an eight dollar paywall, you know, and just say like everyone needs to pay that eight dollars. I don't know what you could do. It'd have to turn into like a streaming service. It would have to sure. be. See, if you told me, if you said Twitter is behind an eight dollar paywall, but you now get to read, you know, the New York Times, Esquire, uh, sure. and all these. If, if I didn't have to pay to read mm-hmm. all of those things, I becomes still wouldn't do it. Becomes like a new subscription or something. I still wouldn't do it, but I could see that that would be a good selling point. Like, yep. hey, listen, we've worked with advertisers. We've worked with publications. You won't see any ads, and you will uh, – Well, it could be what Elon, quote-unquote, quote wants it to mm. – is is this this bastion of mm-hmm. apolitical free speech sure. uh so you could get you go on there and you won't have to pay for any news articles because mm-hmm. because they're paying him we're paying him yeah what i i could imagine it being like a like the world's digital newsstand yeah right? yeah so you have things from you know right left right down the middle yeah but you're paying for it because all of it is fact-checked and verified. And if anything is not, like, backed up by some kind of fact, maybe you can, like, see where this differs from the truth. Yeah, like, know? I don't know, an editorial? Yeah. Some kind of badge that says this is an op-ed? Sure. As opposed yeah. to news? That's nice. That'd be, yeah. that'd can be you cool. imagine? Yeah, transparency you like that? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, even in the most... Um, like, even in the best situation, I just can't imagine people. I mean, people would still people would pay for it, like they're going to pay for Twitter Blue. But sure. to put the whole site behind a paywall, I think would you would get what what you would be left with is 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 just the people like 4chan, redditors, just trolls. Yeah, he has a hundred and like twenty million followers on Twitter right now, and I think. A lot of that is people just need to follow him to keep up with what he's What's doing. Going on, yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean a good majority of that is people who are like legit fans of his. Oh, did you see that also people are saying and I don't know what I don't take this with a grain of salt cuz there's no way to verify this really. But some people were saying that he was that they had blocked and muted him and then they're seeing him on their timelines anyway and then they huh. went and checked and they said that 
he was unblocked on their pages. Wow. And it was a lot of people. That's, it wasn't uh, it wasn't just one account, it was a lot of people. It's a new level of petty. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if that's for real for real? He would just <laughs> go in on these random people's accounts and unblock himself. You're gonna see me. Oh, you're going you're about to see yeah. this. This shit. is my house. Like that's that would that would be insane if that was proven <laughs> true. Yeah. How petty, how childish. Yeah. Like, you are gonna see this, okay? Yeah. Well, you saw the whole thing with AOC where she was saying she was complaining about her her Twitter account like being on the fritz after she got into a scuffle with him. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't know. There, it's, which it's, he he denies, mind you. Of course, yeah. of course. There's no way to know. There's no way to tell for real. There's sure. no way to to verify it. But I I don't know. I mean, she showed a screenshot of her like not getting any notifications, even though I'm, I'm sure she gets a million a day. Yeah. Uh, I'd hate to look at that. Like oh, yeah, <laughs> the amount of stuff you get. Oh, yuck! So much. Yeah. You'd just be inundated with people saying the meanest things to you. <laughs> Oh my god! I I and aggressive wieners, dude. I've said it. Yeah, right. Can yeah. you imagine how many dick pics she gets a day, an hour? I I've said it before. Like if 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 any of any of this takes off in a real way, I'm handing this shit off to a fucking intern so fast. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I don't want to no. look at it. No. I'm 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 good. Too much. Yeah. So, well, anyway, I think we've spoken enough on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to Twitter and yeah. talk some more about <laughs> talk it. about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how things go. It's uh, it's it's day by day with with Elon at the helm. Apparently, it really is. So we'll see. Day to day. Day to day. Day to day. Day to day. All right. So continuing with our sequel episode. Call of booty. Call her duty. Call her duty. There infamous battle royale war zone uh one of the most successful battle royales so far. <laughs> yet still infamous yet still infamous uh infamous because of some of the things that they've done and yeah. what they continue to do and what they seem to be doing right now with Warzone 2.0 mm-hmm. uh they're gonna go offline for like 12 days this is according to call of duty this is their own patch notes their own little blog yeah they're going offline for 12 days. When they come back online, the OG Warzone will now be Warzone Caldera, which is currently the map that the the big battle royale map that you can play. Nice. Oh, excuse me. Nice. That's the hops, baby. That's the hops. <laughs> uh, it'll come back as Cal- Warzone Caldera, and then there will be Warzone 2.0. Mm-hmm which is going to go along with Modern Warfare 2. So this Battle Royale is this big... It's part of the game as far as, like, it is a sequel. It is a new thing. It's different. That is over there. This is over here. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, there are some things that are going to stay over there and some things that might carry over, which is very confusing, by the way. Yeah. But uh, basically, this is a new game. So... Your XP, your double XP tokens won't carry over. This I'm going to get a little uh, inside baseball here. But your double XP tokens won't carry over, which were things that you got as far as, like, um, the more you uh, the more you progress in the game, they would give you as rewards. And you could click it, and then for an X amount of time, you would get double XP, right? Mm-hmm. So a 30-minute token literally 
It's 30 minutes of real Real time. Real time. Yeah, yeah. Not in-game time. Doesn't, doesn't matter if you're loading. Doesn't mean if you're paused. Doesn't mean if you just click it and then just hang out for a while. Yeah. It will. The time begins. And, Such bullshit. And they don't have a timer on the game. Nope. So it just does it, and then you're just right. like, all right, well, I guess <laughs> we'll I'll just... start a timer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I, so... I, I saw people with, a like, a pro tip that you have to, like, use your Google Home to keep time for you yeah yeah no it's ridiculous yeah why would they just put a little timer because the, they don't they don't want you to know they of course don't they want don't want you, you to know. know they want you to keep using the tokens uh-huh. to keep playing the game they want you fucking just locked in mm-hmm. it's so weird and gross yeah and buying uh mountain dew and and uh little was it little caesars or yeah yeah little caesars mm-hmm. i was gonna say hungry howie's <laughs> <laughs> and always doritos doritos fucking mountain dew Oh, God. Little Caesars. Can you imagine? Imagine the combo of having like a Mountain Dew and and nacho cheese Doritos at the oh, same time. God. I even even at my like gaming nerd peak, I never sat at a desk and drank soda and just like kept shoving my fat hand into a bag <laughs> of chips and just I just never never. Hey, get your controller all dirty. It's like it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking disgusting. It's like calm down, okay? You don't need. Listen, it's gamer fuel. You don't need it. All right, yeah. Mountain Dew, is so bad. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's the worst soda. I'll eat some Doritos, but Mountain not Dew Mountain is Dew. Too much. No way. Too no. Much. Too much. No. Uh, so, the fucking uh, cheesy fingered Mountain Dew drinking nerds, we're all we're all going over to Warzone Two. If you want any of your cosmetics from Warzone 1, good fucking luck. <laughs> you're not getting them. Sorry. But hey, you're getting a gift. You're getting a gift from Warzone 2. An unspecified gift that I'm sure will be determined by how angry people are. Yeah. <laughs> and they said that they're doing this doo-doo. Uh, uh, Did uh, you say doo-doo? I said doo-doo. No. A couple of factors. Apparently, player feedback but also the instability of like bringing over those cosmetics and you know sure I blah guess. blah but it's not like blah. it's not like it's going to a like a new like entire platform or something you know like yeah no it's it's it is such bullshit cuz you can still play on PS4 right you can play yeah you can play war well actually Warzone 2.0 question. you sh- I think I'll do myself a google search yeah do that do that do that do that cuz otherwise I don't see a reason why they couldn't do it. they're not they're not changing like the the engine of the game, right? You know, right? Yeah, no, it's it's it sucks. It's ridiculous because I mean, I'm not a big. I don't I don't usually pay for cosmetics. There was one that I paid for that I thought I I mean I had to. They bought they brought in uh, John McClane. Right. They did the John McClane Rambo thing, mm-hmm. and I I mean I had to buy the John McClane skin. Yeah, it was hilarious. He's walking around in a wife beater and slacks, no shoes, mm-hmm. and a bag with all the guns in it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And, and then he's saying lines from the movie. Yeah. It's I mean, great. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's great. I had to get that one. I mean, okay, well, first of all, uh, 2.0 will be available on PC, PS5, Series X, PS4, <laughs> and Xbox One. There you go. So. so it is last gen. I get the feeling it has more to do with the licenses of those things, that they may not have the rights to it. Well, don't offer them then. If we only get them for one game or for a limited amount of time, I don't yeah. want that. I yeah. hate that shit. Yeah. I hate temporary perks. I hate temporary cosmetics. It's yeah. so stupid. 
It is. Well, you know, the the good news is if Warzone 2 falls on its face, which given how a lot of online-centric games have debuted recently, mm. it will. Um, I think more people will be playing original Warzone, so you can use all your XP. Yeah, <clears throat> but original Warzone sucks. <laughs> okay, yeah. Caldera sucks. It's not a good map. Yeah. It's not a good map. I know there's some people out there who like it. I think the overwhelming majority either had to just deal with it or outright doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. And now you got this new map, which I've only seen from the beta streams that the streamers got to get to before the rest of us talk about classism and elitism. <laughs> uh-huh. And that map looked closer to um, Verdansk, mm-hmm. which is more like a cityscape, Yeah, which is what everybody wanted want them to go back to get a real inside baseball you like really I are said. yeah all i'm saying Very is this nerdy. war zone one the battle royale is uh i mean ripe with issues there's sh- this whole thing is like i mean like like uh, uh um overwatch for instance overwatch 2 comes out and they just shut down overwatch one it's over yep. with which a lot of people were upset about mm-hmm. um if they're two different versions of the game, then I think they that they, they both should be live, right? So I think I, I think yeah. it was a bad idea to shut down Overwatch One. If you are telling me that Overwatch Two is a completely different game, yeah, then how come I can't go back and play Overwatch One? Mm-hmm. What if I don't want the new game? Yeah. That sucks. So in that respect, it is cool that they're keeping Overwatch or I'm sorry, Warzone One live. You are creating this like separation of church and state, but it kind of feels like a half measure, right? It feels like mm-hmm. they're only separating some parts that they don't want to deal with and then bringing over yeah. other parts, Yeah, right? No cosmetics or anything, no double XP tokens and all that stuff. Right. Still the same game, though. Yeah. They're just, like, blocking it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just weird. Coordinating it off with the the velvet ropes. Yeah. And there's no way that they maintain the service for both of these games. They will shut down one eventually. They have to. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you've seen a... And why would I I even want to continue playing Warzone 1? Like, obviously, you know, if I couldn't afford Warzone... If I couldn't get Modern Warfare 2, if I couldn't afford the game, and I already had Warzone 1, whatever, whatever, it is free. But if I stayed on, like... But why? Why would I want to? Why would I want to continue leveling up in a game that's like the the last season? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like playing an old two uh, K game or Madden game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's confusing. It's weird. It just it all feels really gross. It all feels like the players are getting taken advantage of. It feels like nowadays more and more. This stuff that they do is is just not it's not for us. It's so that the thing continue can continue, mm-hmm. but it just always it just feels like it's not like like going back to Overwatch. Like some of the stuff, it just doesn't feel like it was made for us. It was made to like keep the game alive, yeah, and like keep making money off of people. It doesn't feel like it. I don't know. From a consumer standpoint, I just I just feel like I'm not getting. Uh, it just feels like they don't give a shit. I mean, they never probably did. I mean, that's the whole. Well, they want your money first yeah. and foremost. So, but you know, the thing is, I'm sure that 
it's going to ebb and flow like any online game does because it's it's always a balancing act, right? It's how much money you can you can squeeze out of your consumer base while also not pushing people away because you need people on your platform playing the game. So if you push people too far, they're going to go, okay, I'm bouncing off of this and go, going on to something that's more consumer-friendly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm sure that they'll sweeten the pot here and there, but at the end of the day, you got to understand, they're out for your money. Yeah. So only spend what you're comfortable spending. Yeah. And and realize they can remove that game from the platform at any time they want to. You that's, don't truly own anything. That's the craziest part. Especially with games that are uh, online. Yeah. And even not, yeah. You know, everything's digital. You know, I heard that the uh, the new uh, God of War game, even if you buy it on disc, there's like nothing on it. It's it's just a download essentially. Yeah, like it's a key to open up a, a download. So like, what a weird thing to do for a single player narrative driven. It, it's becoming more and more, uh, you know, pointless to buy physical media, and it pains me to see that yeah i mean well for them yeah that's how yeah. They're, they're they're that's how they're setting it up sure yeah yeah i, I it's just ah, so frustrating man so Sucks. frustrating it's like a game like that all right so now like i have to deal with server instability because you want to keep the thing online only yeah so that i can't i can't actually own it well, and and so now I'm like at the behest of what like the work that you guys are playing. Yeah, the, in. the future of whatever you guys do with the game, like, and, and that's going to be a big detriment in the future to kind of like cataloging these things and like having a a history of video games because they're all going to be digital and unless they're kept somewhere safely, like the fi- the OG files for these things. Yeah, there's going to be no like tactile physical history in a way that like you know you'll you can have a book from the 1700s you know right. like it just won't exist anymore if if <laughs> suddenly those files get deleted yeah you know so it's a little scary i mean yeah. no dude if i pay 70 something dollars and then some jerk off can like ddos the the company and sure. then like my game gets shut down and i can't play it anymore I mean, I fucking riot. <laughs> it sucks. It's it's ridiculous. Well, it's always been my argument to why I prefer physical media is because it's like, well, they can't take that away from you. Yeah. But they can now, you know? It, it, more and more, especially in the video game uh, uh, platform, it's it's be, it's becoming like a, a magic show <laughs> where it's like, yeah, you can get your box and your – sure, have a disc. Why not? Yeah. But it's really just, it, it, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing but uh, box art, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, when you get the Horizon um, package, mm-hmm. the, the, the bundle. PlayStation bundle, thank you, it's just a little sheet of paper with a download yeah. code. Yeah, of course. And it's just like, ugh, right. this is gross. Yeah. You used to get a PlayStation, and it, had, it came with a disc, and it was a demo disc, mm-hmm. and it had like 12 games on it. Yeah. That you could play like the first two levels of. You could play Cool Borders. Dude. I mean, you could play. Uh, I remember Tekken was on one of them. Uh-huh. It was like Tekken 2. Yeah. Uh, Crash. I'm, Crash was Crash on Bandicoot one. was on one. I mean, like uh, games. Met, uh, that's the first time I played Metal Gear Solid was on a demo disc. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. That's Bring back the demo disc. Please. Uh, Brave Fencer Musashi as well. I don't know what that is. It's a cool game. <laughs> yeah. PS1 game. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was Bring good. back the demo disc. Also... 
I don't know how the technology works, but bringing back the black disc would be dope as fuck, too. That would be cool. You know? Yeah. Bring it all back. Yeah. Stop doing this to us. Stop taking advantage of us. <laughs> We're, especially in this economy. In this economy. In this economy. I can't even get a physical copy of my game. Uh, I can't even get a physical. can't even get a physical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the way of the world, man. It's hard out here for a pimp. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? 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 I know what we're going to do. What's that? Well, first, we're not going to review these beers. Okay. Because. Yet. Not yet. We will, but not now. The only thing we have to do first is our cheers of the week. You don't have any beer in your glass. I'm going to need you to rectify. All right. Rectify that situation. I need you to exercise the demon. It's right outside your door now. Rectify. Just <laughs> mm. mm. a little too much head. It's about fifty percent too much head. All right. All right. So my cheers of the week is going to the quarry. Speaking of video games, um, I saw the quarry was on sale recently. I uh, sent you the link. I saw you didn't respond to it. I didn't get it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it, it's okay. You, because we have physical media, I can share it with you. You see? That is the one thing. There you go. Yeah. Guys. Um, yeah, the quarry. I am only a handful of hours into it, but um, thus far, it has been a very exciting trip. It is a game for PS5, uh, made by Supermassive Games, who you may know from, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, Until Dawn. Until Dawn, the game on PS4. Um, The Quarry, though, I think is a, it's not just on PlayStation platforms, so you can, I think, play it on PC. PC? It's on everything, actually. It's on (coughs) Xbox as well. Um, so that's cool. Well, lucky them. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know about Supermassive Games games, uh, they are basically choose-your-own-adventure games. Um, a, a level more interactive than the like the uh, uh, Walking Dead game and stuff. Like those games where it's literally just like choose your dialogue. Yeah. Um, you walk around a bit more. There's more stuff. There's, like, collectibles and, like, ways to kind of flesh out the game a bit more. Um, But it is, like, one of the best-looking games I've played so far on PS5. Mm. Um, Great motion capture, facial capture. I mean, sometimes it's a little wonky, but, like, it's just cool that they use specifically, like, you know... I'd say B-list actors. Yeah. <laughs> that you know, no disrespect, um, but you know, B-list actors, but actors nonetheless that you'll recognize. Yeah, I mean, you and, know, uh, including Ted Raimi. <laughs> Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi's in the game. Yeah, nice. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, lots. Of, uh, it is a horror game. If you're not familiar, it, um, you know, it, it's a. I, I would say so far a loving homage to uh, a lot of horror tropes and 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 it has. A little bit of like a 80s horror feel but is also set like in current day so it's it's a it's kind of a bit of a mashup but yeah. so far it's been really fun 
really uh, uh, cool, a little scary. A little scary. A little spooky. A little spooky. Um, but a lot of fun. And actually, they they know how much fun these games are to play with a group of people. So they have options that you can play literally with people like sitting on your couch with you. Or you can play online with your friends uh, yeah. and, and sort of virtually pass the controller to somebody else to make other decisions for different characters. Yeah. Um, lots of branching paths. Uh, you know, characters can die. Characters can survive. Relationships can die. <laughs> relationships can survive. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, a, it's a very big, wide open narrative that I always find really cool and interesting how they can kind of make any any way that the game works out for you feel uh like it was supposed to be that way yeah um so yeah the quarry check it out it was on sale recently for only like 20 bucks so i think it's well worth that money (coughs) all right all right the quarry check it out my cheers of the week is going to uh star wars andor star wars star wars Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Uh, it is... So far, there's two episodes left as of this recording. And so far, Andor is the best Star Wars product that Disney Plus has made. It's better than the first season of The Mando. Wow. Which I love. Yeah. Love Mando. Okay? Love it. It's better than it's better than uh, you know, the the Obi Wan show. It's the best thing that they've done so far. It's the best written, best acted. The themes are more mature. They're showing this guy, Tony Gilroy, mm-hmm. I think is the uh um director slash i want to say creator but mind behind this yeah and he's showing what you can do with a product that is rooted in this thing that everybody knows and loves but you you it 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 the show is based in a universe Mm -hmm. there's so much potential to do anything that you want anything the 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 your your options are limitless yeah when you have an entire universe to explore. And for some reason, you they just keep going back to the Skywalkers and, and Tatooine, Tatooine. Tatooine. And all these familiar characters. Well, I mean, not for some reason. I understand it's nostalgia and it's built in. And, yeah. The reason's money. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Familiarity. And also, I mean, to your point, Andor is not as successful as some of these other shows. Yeah. They're, they're, the viewership is down. And that is a fucking crime. Yeah. Because it's so good. These past like three episodes have been top notch prestige TV. Yeah. Not just good for Star Wars or good for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Good television, period, full stop. Yeah. It's an incredible show so far. Okay. So two more episodes, I think. I think there's 12 episodes. They've already signed on for a second season. Good. And I think that it's only going to be two seasons, and the second season will lead into Rogue One. Mm. Uh, And I think that's all you need, honestly, because where it's set, 
and how they're already we don't need like his childhood and all this shit sure. we just you know we're good this yeah. is a nice building place to get where it's we're going. you know i always find it comforting and i'm more comfortable getting into shows that have an ending in mind right you know right a start and a finish yeah you know fill in where you want in, in between those things but i mean you know we just saw it with um oh what was it uh better call Saul. No, no, no. I, I'm talking about um, on HBO. Um, it's a show on HBO. Westworld. Oh. You know, critically they, acclaimed <coughs> excuse me. Uh, show that is now just suddenly canceled. You yeah. Know, there, there's no conclusion to it now. And people have been let on this, like, you know, fantastical mystery. And suddenly it's like, well, that's it. Yeah. Good luck. You know, imagine, like, being a diehard from the beginning. And cause, I mean, I saw the first couple of seasons. And I, I liked it a lot. Um, but I couldn't imagine like continuing to watch and then like being excited about the next season and suddenly they're like, well, it ain't coming. So yeah. it just, it's crazy, man. The shows like Westworld, Altered Carbon, sure. continue yeah, to, yeah, yeah. uh, sing the praises mm-hmm. and all these other shows that get canceled after like three or four seasons and fucking the walking dead <laughs> like a zombie. Yeah. Shambles on. <laughs> Incredible. This is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Seven seasons in a movie. Yeah, uh, I think HBO, it was actually HBO 2 uh, canceled Raised by Wolves mm-hmm. that apparently a lot of people like. That was like a sleeper, sleeper uh, apparently really good show. You can't have any sleeper hits anymore. Or yeah. sleeper quality. I call it a hit, but like. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. That's why I said a sleeper, yeah, really yeah, good sleeper, show. Sleeper, really good show. It, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a hit. You can't have those anymore. Yeah. It, it can't be a sleeper. Which sucks because you have to wonder how many of these shows would have ended up being, you know, their own Breaking Bads. Right. If 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 the studios had just given them a little bit more time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look at I mean, look at um, The Wire. The yeah. Wire was never a successful show yeah. in terms of you know viewership. Sure. And yet, it's considered one of the greatest TV shows ever made, and it's. Its longevity and its its legacy lives on because of how good the show was, and because it was allotted the time to have a proper ending. Yeah, David Simon got to tell the story he wanted to tell over yeah. five seasons. Yeah, you don't let these shows flourish, and then you look back and go, "Ah, man, you know we can't make a good show." And it's like, well, you're not giving these time. TV shows need time to like get going. Yeah, you know, imagine if they had canceled. Uh, Parks and Rec after season one, like season one's dog shit. It yeah. sucks. It's just not. It's not a good show. You watch it and you're just like, this is the show that everybody's talking about. Sure. Same thing with The Office. I was gonna say, yeah. The first two Famously. seasons are like not that good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you go back and watch the first season of Seinfeld, and you're like, this show sucks. Yeah, <laughs> this show's boring, dude. It's so it's so weird because that's so true of uh, so many sitcoms, especially. It's yeah, like, it takes a while for those characters to get their footing and 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 really characterize in a way that gels with everyone yeah you know and you gotta let them have that time yeah you go after two seasons and go it ain't working it's like well you know relax yeah i mean uh, again as long as there's something there you know yeah because i don't want to be one of those guys it's like yeah you gotta get past the first 15 episodes and then you know it really starts to pick up yeah but at the same time like Sometimes, you know, there's mysteries and there's there's things that are 
there's seeds planted that you need to give a little bit of space, a little bit, a little bit of love, a little, little bit, bit of time. Love. They give a little water, a yeah. little sunshine, yeah. and they blossom yeah. into these these incredible. Uh, better call Saul, especially. Yeah, you know, I I, I tell people all the time. I, I'm on the streets, mm-hmm. barking, proclaiming this yeah. <laughs> from my uh, my apple stand. Uh-huh. Better call Saul starts off slow, just like Breaking Bad did. Yeah, but becomes. I mean, right up there with Breaking Bad. Yeah, and it's, it's its own unique thing that isn't isn't stuck to the legacy of Breaking Bad, uh, but only enhances it. It's incredible. Yeah, incredible work. Yeah. So, message to all the TV execs <sighs> listening right now, <laughs> listening to this episode: give shows time to give flourish. Time. They deserve it. Give us some time. All right. Just need a little time. <clears throat> Let's get the freak out of here, right, buddy? Yep. All right. Well, we can't leave before we review these beers. You know that. You know that. Yep. I know that. Yep. So let's do it. This is from the Allagash Brewing. Uh, it's their Haunted House Hoppy Dark Ale. Obi, what'd you think? Uh, it's really good. It's really good. It's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it hits those... Like, the first thing I think of when I drink it is malty coffee. Yeah. You know? As, as slight chocolatey. Malty coffee. Stinky coffee stinky kind coffee. of notes. And I, I, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Um, it's also very easy drinking. It looks it looks like it would be heavy and hefty because it's dark. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's, nope. it, it's still very drinkable, <clears throat> you know, uh, 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 tasty, but not over the top. For all those reasons, I'm going to give it a strong five. Strong five. Out of six bottle caps. I'm going to give it a 5.5. I think this is a fantastic beer. Uh, like I said, I drank the shit out of it at <laughs> Red Light. I think it's endlessly drinkable. I think that it is, um, you know, nice malt balance. There's a slight sweetness to it, but it's not overbearing. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice hop level. I think it's perfectly balanced on that. It's a key word. I shut I give it a six. I was, I was stepping on that. <laughs> I was stepping on that. But the only thing is, the only thing is that that kept me from giving it the full six. As I have to say, we also gave the Belgian, the the white, uh, the Algash white. A five out of five, unanimous. Mm. Yeah, and the river trip, uh, four, unanimous. I do think I slightly prefer the white, yeah, over this. Um, okay. See, so, all right, all right, that makes sense because I slightly prefer this over the white, so I'll keep it at a five point five. Because that was a five for the, for the white, white, yeah, and I slightly prefer this over the white, so I'll keep it at a five point five. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's. I think it's really good. I think, I think that they should rebrand this and have it year round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is a. I like the spookiness of it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah, it. I I would have this all year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's the Allagash White. I was thinking Allagash Dark or Allagash Black. Yeah. I could see that because I yeah I, I I I truly think that they've got something more here than just oh a seasonal treat yeah 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 talk to the rep 
I'll let her know. Okay. <laughs> let her. Tell her to kick that up back. the chain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go up the chain and let them know. This random bartender, he might be onto something. <laughs> All right. Uh, you think we got it, my friend? I know we got it. Well, if Obi thinks we got it, then this motherfucker's over. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself. Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you.